You are listening to Kayo Conversations, a podcast about anything and everything that matters to Kayo Megas. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Leslie Harrington, CEO for Kayomega, and today we are fortunate to have Chloe Passman with us, initiate of the Mu Delta chapter at Bradley University, where she is a junior majoring in early uh, childhood education and currently serving as Mu Delta's Panhellenic Delegate. Chloe is the absolute epitome of strength and determination. At a young age, she was diagnosed with SEPN1 muscular dystrophy, a rare disease that can present challenges to daily life. But this doesn't slow Chloe down at all. Oh, no. Listen to this. Chloe has a TikTok channel, which has grown to have a following of over 35,000 people with over 1.5 million likes. And at 17 years old, Make-A-Wish, Kaimega's national philanthropy, granted Chloe a wish for an amazing family trip to Hawaii, a memorable experience that she will, I know, never forget. Now, as a Kaimega, Chloe just savors the opportunities that she has to give back to Make-A-Wish on a regular basis. Well, Sister Chloe, we are so glad to have you with us today. Welcome to Kyle Conversations. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is our pleasure. And I want to start, of course, with your Kaimega story. So, was anyone in your family in a sorority? What made you want to join? Um, so my older sister, she was in a sorority, and I look up to her a lot. So when I saw her go through recruitment a while ago, I was like, I want to be like her one day. Um, and so, yeah, she was kind of, you know, has she led me through the whole recruitment process, and she really helped me ease my stress and everything like that. Yeah. And- Yeah, I decided to go through recruitment because Bradley University is a very small school, and I felt like going through recruitment would allow me to branch out and meet new people. And I've been surrounded by, like, girls all my life. I have two other sisters, and I really wanted those similar bonds at my school that I have at home. So I wanted to be part of something that would allow me to grow to be a better person. Well, I love to hear that. And I mentioned it earlier, but you were diagnosed with SEPN1 muscular dystrophy. And for those of us Mm -hmm. who are not familiar, can you just tell a little bit, share a little bit about your condition and how it affects your daily life? Yeah, of course. So um, muscular dystrophy is really broad. There's, you know, people who have a very severe side of it who are wheelchair bound, can't, you know, talk, things like that. Then there's people who are able to walk and, you know, do daily tasks, things like that. So the one that I have specifically is congenital muscular dystrophy, but it doesn't stop there. There's actually many different types of congenital muscular dystrophy, um, and they're all made up of gene mutations. That's where um, the word SCPN1 comes from, because that's the specific gene that was mutated. Um, So yeah, very, very few people in the world have it. It is extremely rare so rare that no doctors do what I had until I was 12 years old. Is that right? And yeah, I had to travel all the way to Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. And there they had an amazing team, amazing specialists. And I just had to get a biopsy. And then they found out what I had. So when I was 12, everything changed. And it was like a new chapter because I finally could get the treatment and the good, the right amount of support team that I needed. Um, and yeah. 
And what about every day? How does it affect you? Do you have good days and bad days? And what do those days look like? So the symptoms that I go through with muscular dystrophy is overall muscle weakness. Um, so everything in my body is just a lot weaker than, you know, regular people like day to day. And my weak muscles affect everything. So I, I developed scoliosis because of it. So I have trouble walking for long distances. Um, I also have lung problems. Um, I get fatigued very easily. And there are a lot more things that are just all related to my muscle weakness. Um, so every day I just feel very tired. Um, I can't, I don't have as much, as much energy as, you know, the people around me. And I just, I just go at a more slower pace. Well, I know all college students are deprived of sleep and they probably have low energy themselves, and we definitely over-program you people. So I can't imagine having yeah. half a tank. So you make it look pretty easy, I think, at least on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I try my best. Well, take us back uh, to what had to be such a happy moment, your wish experience. What was your reaction when you learned that your wish was granted to take your family to Hawaii? Well, I was really shocked because what I thought Make-A-Wish was, you know, for kids with termini termini terminally ill, um, you know, conditions and things like that. So when I found out that Make-A-Wish actually, you know, offers that experience to um, people with chronic illnesses or any type of dis dis diseases or conditions, I was really excited when I found out I was eligible and I really cannot believe it. I was just ec ecstatic. Yay. What was the best part of the trip? What did you guys do? So um, in Hawaii, we were actually given a bunch of activities that I could choose from. So we did like swimming with the dolphins, sunset cruise, um, a, like a fire show, things like that, a luau. But my favorite was probably the sunset cruise because the sunset was literally, it was beautiful. And it was probably something I probably couldn't, you know, experience again. It was a, it was a really, really pretty moment. Huh. And I wonder if that has any additional significance now with Kaimega. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're right. That's right. Well, I know um, college has probably presented a whole new set of unique challenges for you as well. Um, how have your sisters in Kaimega been a support system to you during your time at Bradley? And are there any special accommodations that they're giving to you when it comes to normal requirements for most members? Yeah, so college was pretty nerve-wracking at first because I had to be independent for the first time in my life. I kind of always just depended on my parents' help and things like that. But my sisters in Kai Mega, whenever I'm stressed out, they're always there to support me when I need help with anything with school, any questions I have. They always wish me luck on tests. And also one thing that I really appreciate, which is a very like small thing to some people, but Whenever I walk to class with them, they always make sure to walk at my pace because I know I can be a really slow walker. And they always just make sure I catch up with them and walk with them and they walk with me at my pace. And I, I think that's really cute. And I love that for them. Um, and so, yeah, Bradley University is very accommodating. I, um, you know, met with um, the you know, IEP coordinator, and I was able to get a bunch of accommodations to help me through school. All my professors, you know, they know everything about me. I tell them all my stories, and they're just very, very supporting and just are very flexible and accommodating for me. 
Well, it sounds like a great place for you. I'm so glad that you get yeah. to be there. And now you and your sisters get to be wish makers yourselves. What mm -hmm. a great full circle moment that must feel like. So tell us about some of your favorite ways that Mu Delta is supporting Make-A-Wish. It is definitely a full circle moment. Um, I felt that it was fate that, you know, I felt like Kaimeka was my home as soon as I walked in there because I wanted to be on the other side of, of things and actually work for this organization and give back and give, you know, children the same experience that I had. Um, and probably my favorite event that we do is something called Waffles for Wishes. And all of our sisters, we get together in the house, we make really yummy waffles and, you know, get all the toppings and things like that. And we promote this event to other sororities or fraternities and just other people can just walk in and get some waffles, you know, chit chats, you know, brings the community together, but also we're supporting a really good cause as well. And I really like it. I love to hear that. It has such special meaning for you. And, you know, speaking of your Chi Omega chapter involvement, you are currently serving as Mu Delta's Panhellenic delegate. Uh, I often say that this is the most important position due to the level of influence that you have over the sorority community at large. So I was curious if you felt the same way and what type of influence do you try to carry out across badges? Yeah, I think you're so right. I'm very grateful to have this position. I think it's really impactful because I do get to work with other sororities outside of Kaimeka at Bradley University. And for my position, I try to be a voice for my chapter and let my chapter know anything Panhellenic related. I also educate my chapter on other sororities to get to know them as well. And I educate them on multicultural sororities and NPHC sororities as well. I think that's super important. And yeah, and I promote sororities, philanthropies as well. I make sure to just get everyone involved um, and promote Greek unity. And I also vote on chapter total and cap for um, recruitment, which I think is very important. And I'm very honored to be able to um, be a part in that. Um, and I just try and, you know, help my sisters just learn and grow as a chapter to be more inclusive and just show Panhellenic love. Well, I know you're an amazing role model and someone to look up to, even for someone like me. Um, mm -hmm. Also, on top of being Panhellenic Delegate, it seems like you can also add TikTok star to your resume. Mm -hmm. When did you start making videos and how did you grow your following so quickly? Impressive. So... During uh, quarantine, actually, I, well, I've always loved making videos. It's always just something that, you know, help with my boredom. Me and my sister is just always just are always silly and make just, you know, little videos. And during quarantine, we were all just very bored and I started to post dances and things like that. So um, I was just like, why not try it? I'm really bored. I'm not a dancer at all. I don't call myself a dancer, but I we just did it for fun. But I actually used to get a lot of negative attention on how I looked and just some really mean body image, like degrading comments. Um, so I don't want to say that I got popular in the best way, but something really, really good came out of it because there was a lot of people wondering about my disease. And this actually led to me bringing awareness to it. And educating my followers on such a rare disease. I was able to promote any fundraising um, organizations that 
um, CMD, congenital muscular dystrophy had. And I was able to kind of just tell my followers like what this is because really no one knew. And one thing that I really cherish from my TikTok following is that I actually met one girl. It's very, you know, interesting because, you know, there's not that many people who have this. So there's this one girl who saw my TikTok and she was like, I think I have the same thing as you. And I was like, I cannot believe it because it is so rare to find someone, even on social media, that has seven one muscular dystrophy. So we actually connected and I met her, um, you know, online and we were just talking for a while, talking about, you know, so how we have so many things to relate to and things like that. Um, and it was just really cool to see someone that kind of looks like me and just goes through the same exact things that I do. I'm so grateful that you stuck with it. You didn't get those negative comments. Uh, they didn't get to you too bad. Uh, and you have brought awareness to it. And now you have a brand new friend. So win. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Awesome. You just radiate positivity and good energy, I have to say. So it's no surprise that you are majoring in early childhood education, hopefully going to be a teacher or something like that. What mm -hmm. are your exact plans after graduation? Do you know? So after graduation, I hope to become a kindergarten or preschool teacher after I graduate. Um, I love little kids and I feel like I have such a nurturing personality um, that I hope I would be a good teacher. And I just want to watch them grow into their personalities and see them succeed. And I also want to work with, with you know, I want to have like a diverse classroom. And also I really want to get a special education endorsement so that I can also work with kids um, with physical or learning disabilities as well. So I'm really excited. Oh, I know you're going to be great at this. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Best of luck to you. I um, am grateful that you have shared a little bit of your story today. Very proud of you. And I know you're just getting started. So we have a lot to watch still. Um, and I can't wait to see what other incredible things you accomplish. Do you have any words of wisdom or encouragement, advice that you want to share with our listeners before we let you get back to life at Mu Delta? Um, I would just say, you know, what you go through in life really can shape you into the person you are today. Um, and it will help you grow as a person. I witnessed it firsthand from my own journey and my own experience. So don't stop being yourself and be kind to others. I mean, that's all we all need to live a good life. Mm -hmm. Be kind and never stop believing in yourself, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Chloe. And thank you, everyone, for tuning into Kyo Conversations. If there's someone you'd like to see or for us to have a conversation with here, please email us at kiomega at kiomega.com. And if you've missed any of our previous episodes, you can always get caught up by going to kiomega.com and catching the past seasons. And don't forget to like, comment, and follow us on social media so you can join our next Kyo Conversation. Thank you. Oh,